0: receive your order to appraise a property you know it's a manufactured home in fact the assignment calls for an FHA manufactured home appraisal so you get to the property and upon driving up the long gravel driveway you see immediately that there is underpinning you know vinyl skirting if you will is that going to be an issue Or is that okay? When we come back, we'll discuss it. Hi, this is Brian Reynolds. You're listening to the Appraisal Update Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Reynolds. I said that already. But these are being brought to you by Appraiser eLearning. So I hope you guys are having a great day today. Uh, this actually happened to me, and it happened to me recently. So it's fresh in my mind. Uh, I wanted to share this with you in the event that you run across this. Uh, the ironic thing is just after dealing with this, uh, finding out where we stand and what needs to be done, and what the uh, what the lender needs to require of the of the seller, or whatever the case may be, to to rectify this matter, if it is a matter. I was in a live class, and a student came up to me right after class. And said, "You got a minute?" I said, "Sure." What's up? She said, well, I've got this manufactured home. It's got vinyl skirting, and I require this, and I I want to know how you would handle it uh, because I'm getting pushback, and I said, well, before you tell me what you did, let me tell you what just happened to me. So it was very ironic. uh, This exact same incident occurred to one of my students, really, really close to the same time frame it happened to me. And um, I know there's appraisers out there that's run across this. A lot of the manufactured homes we see now have the uh, concrete block perimeter, right? And most of most of the listeners uh, know and realize that that's not really load bearing, right? That's just it. Really is just real fancy underpinning, isn't it? But most of, the, most of the newer manufactured homes in my area that are um, placed on site do have that concrete perimeter. Uh, and so it's a, it's a non-issue when it comes to the curtain. And that's all we're talking about right now is the curtain, not the actual um, items of foundation or, or, or things that impact structural integrity, if you will, right? So, uh, this actually just recently happened to me. And I thought I'd just share this with you in the event it happens to you. Uh, We want to make sure you stay out of trouble, if you will. And so, I had this appraisal. And uh, I went out, looked at the property. It had the vinyl skirting around the perimeter. And um, I, uh, I went under there. And uh, I had to walk like a duck under the the porch to get under there, which is not cool. But I I did it, and I was able to get under there and take pictures. And and there was, you know, it had concrete block and tie-down straps and all that good stuff. But the skirting itself was just the vinyl skirting around the perimeter. So when I got back to my office, I did a little bit of homework, and I uh, went to hud.gov. And thank goodness, thank you, HUD, for... um, for you know, making this very easily accessible to us as practitioners. I mean, it really is cool that you could just type in HUD.gov and through a little bit of navigation find what you need. And so uh, many years ago, we didn't have that, right? We had uh, the Appendix D, and we had the old forty-one fifty, and then of course you had to look at mortgagee letters, and you really it was kind of a rat race getting some uh, clarity on a on a FHA policy, but now. You just go to hud.gov and boom, uh, everything you need is right at your fingertips. And the cool thing is those documents are searchable if you pull up the PDF. So you can pull up the 4000.1 and it's a thousand and I think it's a thousand and eight pages, thousand and eighty eight. I don't know, somewhere in there. I'm going to pull it up because now I'm curious again. But uh, you could just type in hud.gov, do a little navigating, find the 4000.1. Now there is also... I'm doing that right now. So it's hud.gov. If you want to put www in, you can. (laughs) You don't have to anymore. But uh, www.hud.gov or merely hud.gov. When you get there, you can click on uh, Program Offices at the very top. Then the center column, if you go down four, there is a button called Housing. I'm going to click on that. Then I'm clicking on Single Family. And then about midway down, and they give you a a shortcut right there if you want to click, but about midway down uh, in the the center column, if you will, there's a quick link for appraisers. And if you click on that button, you are now at the FHA roster appraiser page. And there's a lot of cool stuff on there. Uh, In our FHA class, we talk about this. You can renew your credentials. You can update your information. You can find out about live training classes that FHA puts on. And I'm very interested in attending one um, sometime. Uh, I don't know if they're offering them live right now, but uh, I want to. I want to go. So if any of you listeners want to go, give us a call. We'll we'll have a bus ride down to Atlanta or something and do that. In this area over on the right-hand side, you'll see the single-family handbook 4000.1, and then in the center column, I want to also point you out to a document that. me is equally important it's called the appraisal report and data delivery guide and uh, that is a very important document as well it gives you a lot of protocol in fact it goes through a a, a urar it goes through a condo form it goes through a manufactured form and it also goes through a, a two to four family form so if you have questions on any of this You can go to hud.gov, you can grab up the 4000.1, and it is 1,088 pages. I just pulled it up during my uh, broadcast here. Uh, So it's a lengthy document. The cool thing is when you pull it up, if you hit the Control-F key on your computer, it pulls down a drop-down box that makes the document searchable. So instead of reading 1,088 pages, you could hit Control-F, and you could search the document. But let me tell you what I did. I uh, anticipated some uh, potential issues with this, right? So I pulled up the HUD.gov website, and I got ready, right? I pulled some of this information up so that I had it available. So I'm going to share with you a couple of things, all right? Uh, The HUD handbook, again, the 4000.1 that I just mentioned, says this on page 587 with regard to... Um, existing construction for manufactured housing it says on page 587 if the perimeter enclosure is non load-bearing skirting comprised of lightweight material the entire surface area of the skirting must be permanently attached to backing made of concrete masonry treated wood, or a product with similar strength and durability. Now, that's pretty clear to me. The entire surface area must be permanently attached to backing made of concrete, masonry, treated wood, or a product with similar strength and durability. Okay? So it goes on to say, if the Manufacturing Home Foundation does not meet the requirements for existing construction, the appraiser must notify the mortgagee and report the deficiency in the NPR or NPS. Pretty clear to me, it's gotta have a backing, right? It's got to have some sort of backing of a permanent nature. That's what it says. So now we're gonna move over to the other document I told you that is equally important in my opinion. is called the Appraisal Report and Data Delivery Guide. And if we look at page 51 of that document, Talking about again a manufactured home appraisal report. It's the protocol for filling out that form, right? On page 51, it talks about skirting. And it says if the manufactured home features skirting placed between the bottom of the home and the grade of the supporting ground, indicate the type of material of the skirting. Report the type and the materials and condition. And then the third bulleted item says. If the manufactured home has a crawl space and lacks a continuous perimeter enclosure of a permanent nature, note this absent and condition the appraisal for installation. Note this absence and condition the appraisal for installation. Now guys, what, I, what did I do? Well, that's exactly what I did. I conditioned and made the appraisal subject to this vinyl skirting being attached to something permanent of nature. And what I did, guys, I included this document and actually highlighted it and put it right in the appraisal report. I also included a copy of the HUD handbook 4001, the the statement I read to you earlier, right? And I copied I copied it and I highlighted that section the one on page 587 of HUD4000.1. Well, it wasn't long after that that I got an email from the lender and it emailed me a structural engineer's report. Now, it didn't say anything. It just it just said, here is the structural engineer's report. So I called him <laughs> and I said, I'm in receipt of your structural engineer's report, uh, but you, you haven't said what you want me to do with it. I, I assume you're wanting me to look at this and... If I like it, okay, change the appraisal to as is. And she said, yes, yes. Well, I read the structural engineer's report. And and this is the point of this podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Don't get an engineer's report and just say, yep, they're the expert. I'm going to just change it to as is. Be very, very careful in doing that. So what I did is I read it. And I read it again. And it talked about the... Um, the foundation, the anchoring system, and, and all of that good stuff, which is what the engineer is supposed to do. Uh, it it references the permanent foundation guides for manufactured housing dating September 1996. And in closing, the engineer said, "I believe the structure is properly situated on a permanent foundation and adequately complies with the intent of these guidelines." You know, the Permanent Foundation Guide for Manufactured Housing dated September of 1996. So I called the engineer and I said, I just want to have a quick conversation with you. Um, you're the expert on foundations, but I'm looking at a HUD handbook. It's 1,088 pages. It's HUD Uh It's effective September of 2015. 2015 and I read to him what I read to you folks earlier then I then I said let me read something to you out of the appraisal report and data delivery guy I read that to him and he said Brian we're talking about apples and oranges here he said you know what I look at is is the anchoring system the foundation how it's secured to the earth he said you're talking about the the skirting that's that's a completely different issue I said, okay, well, you and I are on the same page then because, you know, the lenders wanting me to take your report and say that it meets not only the foundation guide, but it also meets everything and that I should change it. He's like, no, 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 He said, what I do is different from what you do. I said, okay, well, I might quote you on that. <laughs> he said, that's fine. I said, uh, well, you know, I'm using a book from 2015 and, and I just wanted to make sure that, and he said, uh right before we hung up. He said, "What well, what's the name of that book again? He said, where can I get it? He said, that's just an appraisal book. I said, no, this is a HUD policy handbook. It's everything. Yeah, we're talking about appraising, but we're also talking about the property, right? NPR stands for minimum property requirements, right? Uh, and so he asked me where he could get a copy. He said, he actually thanked me before I hung up. He thanked me and said, thanks for the education lesson." Now, to go one step further, because I knew I was going to get pushback from the lender, and I did, uh, I called FHA. When you're in trouble, who are you going to call, right? <laughs> you call 1-800-CALL-FHA. 800-CALL-FHA. Uh, I actually reached out to the Atlanta Homeowner uh, Center, the Hawk office down there, and uh, talked to a lady. I uh, don't know her whole name. It was Brenda. I'll say her first name. Thank you, Brenda, for your kind uh, support and help. She didn't give me any answers, but she took down my information, and she said, uh, what you're looking for is a policy for clarification. I said, well, great. I, I just want to make sure I'm right. I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm right, but I want to make sure I'm right. And uh, if I'm wrong, I'll raise my hand up, admit that I was wrong, and, and I'll learn something here today. And so she said, well, we may not get an answer for you for a couple of days. And I said, all right, that's fine. Well, lo and behold, a gentleman from HUD called me, I'm not going to give his name either. I'm just going to call him Mr. G. And uh, I didn't get his message. I, I, I was running around like we all are busy people. And so I didn't get his message till um, till the next day. But I called him back. I said, hey, Mr. G, thanks for calling back. I said, I've got an FHA appraisal. Um, I've got a vinyl skirting, and it's not attached to attached to anything. It's just the vinyl skirting. And I know what the Hood Handbook says. I've, I've, I've copied it even and highlighted it and provided it to my client. But I'm getting a little pushback, and and I'm just calling for a policy update. What they did is they sent me an engineer report, and he said, I don't care what the engineer said. He said, said, if you don't make this a requirement, he said, you're subject to discipline. He said, you might get removed from the FHA roster. He said, we're probably going to make the lender buy back that loan because FHA is not going to insure it. And he said, probably the processor and underwriter and loan officer, everybody else going to get in trouble. He said, you better require. It. I said, okay, okay, I, yeah, great. I did require it. I just want to make sure that I was right. And so I had a great conversation with Mister G. Uh, he told me that I could call him in the future. Tried to get him on the podcast, but you know, uh, I certainly understand the the hurdles of getting a government government guy, a G man, if you will, uh, <laughs> on the program. So, uh, but I told him, uh, I'm I'm going to do one because there's other appraisers out there that might not be aware of this. And if this can, uh, enlighten one or two appraisers, I want to share this story and, uh, and what happened. And so needless to say, the, um, the realtor called and said, you know, we need some you know, cl- clarity on how to do this. Can we just put strips in? And, uh, I got permission to speak with her Uh, from my client, and uh, I said, well, you know, the HUD handbook's pretty clear. It says the entire surface. It doesn't say that you can go every six feet and put a strip there for backing. It says the entire surface. She's like, okay, and I said, look, let me me just kind of share something with you. How does it benefit Brian Reynolds to make a, a listing agent mad, a selling agent mad, A seller mad, a buyer mad, a loan officer mad, everybody's mad at Brian Reynolds. How does that, what would motivate me to do that? How does that benefit me in any way, shape, or form? But please understand, I have a job to do. This is FHA's policy. It's not Brian's policy. If you're going to be mad at somebody, be mad at them. Or maybe try and do something other than an FHA loan if you don't want to overcome some of these obstacles, right? don't be mad at me for doing my job, right? So anyway, I wanted to jump on here and do a real quick podcast calling uh, talking about FHA. I thank Ms. Brenda of the Atlanta uh, Hawk Office. I thank uh, Mr. G who uh, called me and gave me, uh, gave me a, a really good uh, series of information and, uh, and also said it was okay that I called him back in the future. I really do appreciate that. Uh, and I appreciate their promptness in getting back with me and giving me a p- policy clarification. And actually, it really wasn't a clarification. It was just, you know, reaffirming what I already knew. And that way, I could go back to the lender and said, look, not only did I have a nice conversation with the engineer, and he agreed that we're talking about two different items, not only did I already give it to you in black and white and highlighted in yellow, I've also now talked to... A representative from the Department of Housing and Urban Development and they confirmed that I I handled this appropriately so what are we gonna do now right well I'll tell you what they did they hired a contractor and they went out there and (laughs) attached uh, treated plywood to the inside all the way around the perimeter like they're supposed to do right Anyway, I hope everybody's staying safe out there and taking the precautions. If you would like to be a guest on the show, or you know someone that would make a good guest, or if you have a topic that you would like for us to explore or talk about, please reach out to support at Appraiser E-Learning. That'll probably be Mr. Ben Maxwell or Doug Hayes. uh, And uh, let them know that you'd like to be on the show. We'd love to have you on, and, and we'd love to have Boots on the Ground Appraisers on Uh, So if there's something you're passionate about, something you want to talk about, or simply just get off your chest, uh, give us a quick email and we'll have you on a future episode. Ladies and gentlemen, you've been listening to The Appraisal Update. I'm your host, Brian Reynolds. Have a great day and please stay safe out there. The Appraisal Update podcast is brought to you by Appraiser eLearning.